You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Amaravuna. Um, Amaravuna. Harogil Benair. Okay. Havin lei bonim talmide chachomim. Hazoyer bimizuza, zoha ledira no. Hazoyer bitsitit, zoha letalis no. Hazoyer bikidush, hayom, zoha umimale garbe yayin. So this is the great Ravuna, student of Rav, Rashashiva of Sura. And he made the following statement. Now let's try to look at it and see what, in, in its totality, what it is that he's telling us. Okay, um, we have, of course, the verb describing the person, rogil, rogil benir. Then we have another verb, zohir, zohir, and hazohir. So there's rogil and zohir. That's the one thing I notice right away. A, a rogil and a zohir. Think about what the difference between the two are. Now let's talk about what it is that he actually says. Harogil benir, havin le bonim talmida chachomim. Hazoyer bin mezuzah, zochaladirano. Now we know havin le means it'll happen to him. Rogil benir, we know a nair is lighting uh, uh, what we call a candle or putting the, the lighting the wick that's in the oil creating a flame, then you have a nair. That's what a nair is. If you ruggle in that, having lay, and we're assuming it's a male here, banim um, What could this mean? Obviously, ruggle comes from the word regel, which is a constant, right? Something like with your feet, something that you're always doing, you're walking, just like you're always walking. And my wife gave me this, it's hers, but she said I should wear it for a while. Counting your steps, right? You're supposed to have 10,000 steps a day. Regilus is, we're always walking. And again, unless people who are, unfortunately, don't have the use of their legs, but it's something that's in a constant state. That's why it's regal. You know, your hands... Although you use your hands to talk, you don't feel the sense of locomotion that regel does. Regel has a sense of constancy, a sense of continuousness. That's regel is the foot, which of course is what a person is constantly doing and walking and moving. So that's the idea of regel. Regel is involved in it in a in a constant uh, constant manner. Okay. Veneer. Now, does that mean? You can't light Hanukkah lights all the time. So what would you think Rugil Benir means then? It must, what do you think it must mean? It probably means what? The Nair Shabbos? Nair Shabbos. So, okay. So here's the strange thing. If that's true, the word lay is, 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 is male gender. Havian Lei will happen to him. 
So we know the near Shabbos, we talked yesterday from the Me'iri, that's the reason why it's so crucial to Shalom Bayis, because it's the wife's purview to do this. So Ragil Benair is the man is Ragil, or he makes sure his wife lights Shabbos. Well, isn't it, isn't it the man's responsibility to set up the Neros? Oh, okay. So now, Yeshiva, you're saying, using my um, analysis or, 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 or looking at the words to say that even though we know the mitzvah is the woman who lights it, but the man's involvement by setting things up, maybe is that why he's called Rogil Bener? Is that why? He, because the wife is ultimately yeah. the one who will light it. Well, yeah, but they're doing it together. I mean, it's a it's a it's a mitzvah for the house too. So yeah, the, again, we if we if we look in the halacha when the halacha speaks about it, there it, it, you're right. It's a mitzvah on the house and on and and, and therefore a man should have involvement. But is, is is that what it means that he's like he's he's making sure he's there cleaning out the um, the leichters and doesn't taking... it say in the mission like uh, that before Shabbos you have to ask that did you tithe everything you know did for the end light the candle yeah, so yeah. but that could be as the um, the commander deciding what's going on is Rogil sounds like you know there's you know, a, a, a little bit more involved than just making sure it's happening. Um, now, so what's also intriguing when I look at this Gemara, I see this letter Hey, right? Which means it's going to be somewhere in Shulchan Aruch. Somehow it's not just a a statement of of uh, you know uh, like like a promise from a Rebbe. Or it's like a good segula. It actually shows up in Shulchan Aruch, Arachayim Simon Reish Samach Gimel. Um, All right, so when we look at this and we look at something which doesn't seem to be a halachic statement, and now here it is in Shulchan Aruch, I open up the Shulchan Aruch. I didn't open up the tour, I open up the Mishnah Bura, and it says, Yehezohir la'asos ner yofe. Hmm. That's going on the men. And as you said, she was setting up, make sure that you have a nice, a nice ner. The ner should be something that isn't just a, a bottle. Like a like a Coke bottle with a with with a candle stuffed in it. It should be a near yofe. V'yesh machavnin la'asos shtei psilos echad keneged zochor ve'echad keneged shomor. Some say even put a symbolism in the two wicks to be zochor v'shomor. Now, what does that have to do with Argamara? So, if you look at this little aleph, which takes you to the Beragola. It says the tour uses our Rav Huna to prove this. The statement we just read from Rav Huna about Haragil Bener in Shulchan Aruch it becomes Zahir, not Ragil, Zahir. But what does it mean? You're Ragil. You make sure that the Nair is a nice Nair, which means look at the Mishnah Bura. Isa Bishas de Zoche Avurze Lubonim Talmide Kachomim. So, in other words, the Nair should be, it should look prestigious. It should look significant. It should be the type of thing that's aesthetically pleasing. It isn't just some throwaway in the corner. That's what it means, Harogil according to this. 
it's got to be a near yofe. And that's where we see that the Gemara says that if you do this, you get Talmid HaChachamim. Why? Where, what's the connection? Dechsev ki ner mitzvah v'Torah or. Al yidei ner mitzvah, the Shabbos, ba or Torah. Since, and again, this seems to be sort of like a mystical connection. I did a great ner mitzvah. The ner mitzvah should now allow me to get Torah or. That's sort of like, a, almost like a segula. I did the ner, and now I'm going to get through this ner, there's going to be more Torah. Now, how do you have more Torah? When you produce your children. Um, well, you also have, uh, not in this case, does everybody get very pure white or olive oil uh, neighbors. So in that case, you wouldn't have so many Talmidei Chacham. Okay, so Henech, you, you, you're, you, I guess what we're trying to figure out, what is the word, again, what we're saying here, and Avrami, I know you, thanks for joining in with us. The Gemara says, Rogil Benir. The Shulchan Aruch, the tour refashions that statement as calling it a ner yofe. Right. It doesn't go, it, it's not, it's, it's, it's on the, uh, on the metziah, not the gavra. Right. It's not that the person, good, Anna, it's not that the person is, does it consistently. Oh, he's right. always making sure his wife is doing it. Oh, you can always catch him on Friday afternoon. It's that the person makes sure that it's a pretty nair, that it's, that it looks nice, that it, that it has significance, that it's aesthetically pleasing, that person will, according to Rav Fahuna's statement, what will happen is children will, will, will come from that person that are Tamir Chachamim, because through what that person did, the Or of Torah is there. And there's no greater Or of Torah than having children that are Tamir Chachamim. Um, and then the Mishabura adds here, ra'ui now maybe this sounds sexist, I don't know. But the but look how the Mishabura jumped from the man who makes sure the leichter is beautiful, and now the lady, the woman of the house who's actually doing the lighting, she's the one who mentally openly connects the act to what she hopes will happen. That by, after now that she's done this act, that she should daven, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give her bonim zecharim, me'irim b'tarim, and of course the Mishabur uses that term me'irim. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the Yehirat song, we say, after lighting. Right, right, and this is where it comes from. It comes from the Gemara of Rav Huna. And that's what we expect. People that are, are Torah people, our mayor in the world, and again, it's uh, there's a little light in your on your, like you say, in your in your kitchen or wherever you're lighting, but that's really a reflection of what you hold to be a greater. Maybe it, maybe it means bottom or zeicher zeicher to light in the light of the Torah, or is that stretching it? Well, what I would say is Hanukh, is that it's, I don't think it's sexist. I think it's just saying if you have boys, they should be talmid hachamim. You don't want not <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But 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 I think Hanuk is right. This not every guy who learns is meir in Torah. Right? Not everybody who learns Torah is a source of light 
of Torah. Um, and, and, and that's, since we're connecting it to this mitzvah, we want it to somehow be symbolic of what we want our children to be. It's one thing, yes, they're from Jews, Yerushalayim. But Me'irim B'Torah is like to really be a beacon of Torah, which is like to really, like when you see that person, what comes out is, 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 is you know, different than just, let's say, oh, the guy has, uh, is a nice from boy. It's more than that. You want it to be Meir B'Torah. So that is what we've used the Shulchan Aruch and the, the tour and the, and the, and the Mishnah Bura and the Shulchan Aruch itself to sort of help us with the Gemara, sort of a weird way to do it. But it, it suggested itself because, you know, from the fact that it didn't seem to have halachic significance. Um, let's, let's go back to the Gemara. So that's what this means. And, that's Harogil Benir. Okay. Let's talk about um, let's talk about the next thing. Oh, by the way, the Rashi adds something here. Let's look at Rashi. Banum Tamidachamin, the Ksivki near mitzvah vitora or the same Pasik we saw quoted in the Mishnah Bura. Al Yidei near mitzvah the Shabbos Virchanaka Bo or the Torah. So the, Mish- the, the Rashi wanted us to say, hey, we haven't forgotten about Hanukkah. Hanukkah is also part of being Rogel Benir. So maybe that's also another answer, Sheila and, and Henoch and Avrami, why we put it in terms of the husband or the man, because we're including Hanukkah as well. In other words, if it's if, if this would just be about Nir Shabbos, maybe we would have termed it in terms of the the, the wife. But because we're including Hanukkah, we use sort of like the the male uh, usage, the Zoglosh and Zohar, which includes male and female. Because Ner includes Ner Hanukkah and Ner Shabbos. And again, I guess Zohar would mean maybe the same thing. Not that you you can't constantly do Ner Hanukkah. <laughs> you do it once a year for eight days. But maybe Rogil Benair means Zahir Benair, that you make sure that, again, the Hanukkah licht, the menorah is something that's significant in the household, that you polish the silver, you make it look beautiful. So Rashi is actually put near Hanukkah as well, as something that is a sugula for having children in the Tamid HaChachamim. And we talked about this a couple of, last week, the connection between learning Torah and the Neis Hanukkah and the lighting of the menorah. Let's take a look at the next piece. Hazoyer b'mezuzah, zochaladira no'ah. Now, what would that mean? Zoyer b'mezuzah, let's say, does that mean he's careful to put beautiful mezuzahs, like we said about the near Hanukkah and the near... I would say kosher. Yeah. So so here, Zoher, you think, means something different, right? Here it means you make sure that you have, first of all, the mezuzah's up in the right place? Yes, because many times you have a house and you, eh, I don't care, there's no mezuzah there. No, there is. What? Going up the stairs? Yeah, you need to put a mezuzah there. That's like a hallway. That's an anteroom. Did I put a mezuzah in my garage? Yes. So Zoyer might be putting a mezuzah places where they need to be put. It might mean making sure that the cloth is kosher, right? Um. Okay. Uh, making sure. Right? So, what would be the dira no? That would mean that 
if you put your mezuzah in this starter home, you're going to be zocha to what? <laughs> to be zocha to move into a to a mansion, right? You'll be... No, no, Rabbi. I think it means spiritually your house will be not because a mezuzah implies with the doorpost uh, putting a mezuzah on every one that it's a Torah home. Beautiful. I like it. I like that. And, that, <laughs> and that, that also relates to the previous piece of Gemara where about where children, okay. children are Torah, Torah okay. scholars. Yeah, you know, Hannah, I love what you're saying. Are you going to say the same thing here too as well? Let's go to the next thing. Hazoyer betzitzis. And what does that mean? The zoyer betzitzis. Tzitzis means literally you make sure that that. You check your strings. You make sure that they are right. That you do put strings on your four corner that, that garments. You, that, you, that you wear them every day. Same idea that that kosher tzitzis on on garments that need them. Right. Right. In other words, in other words, because we know there's a lot of details in the laws of tzitzis. We know that they have to, in terms of the knots, in terms of what material you use, whether it's the treles, perhaps, and maybe they had treles in the time of Ravuna. He might be talking about that. But if you make sure that you have your 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 garment stringed properly, talis no. Now the talis is, of course, not the strings. The talis is the beged, right? The poncho that you wore, or that people wore, the cloak that people wore around them. So do you think that means here too that Henech is saying that if you put sitzes on a beged, now that's a beautiful beged. Or do you mean he's going to get some good uh, Armani suits? What no, think? I think it also it means. What does tzitzis mean? It shows us that we believe that we're supposed to have God in mind all the time. Just as the mezuzah makes us aware that the house is filled with godliness. Okay. okay. So, so what does the word no mean? It means that if you put tzitzis on. You're not just a man with clothes. You're a man with beautiful clothes because you have clothes that indicate the creator is connected to you, right? That's Henoch's interpretation, right? Yeah, that's what I would say. Yes. Okay. Um, what do you guys think? Avrami and Sheila, are you on Hena- Are you on board with Henoch's interpretation? Well, I, I, no. I like it, I, but I don't, I don't disregard the, the shot of actually <laughs> have nice clothing. Or you'll have a nice house. I mean, it's relatively speaking what nice is, right? But it's well, yeah, true, true. But I mean, a... so for you, it'll be nice. Whatever, maybe you'll be happy with, you know. <laughs> okay, what do you think, Avrami? I know you wanted to say that. What do you think? I'm going with the literal uh, explanation. In other words, and... you get a nice, nice pair of clothes. In other words, do this now, there's going to be payment in this world in a positive way, right? So in other words, you're right, Henoch is correct. Children Tamina Kachamim is 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 a spiritual payback, but it is a physical reality that you have kids that are learning and you have Gishmak and you feel good. And so you Avrami is learning mezuzah means in my starter house, I made sure to put mezuzahs everywhere. God is gonna say, You bring me into your house. I'm giving you a bigger house. Yay! Right? I'm even getting a better house. That's a beautiful house. Yeah. I don't think I don't think God works as far as mitzvahs or averus in Mida connected Mida. I I just you don't do mitzvahs just to get something for it. You're right, Hannah. This is you need to be careful here. Don't do it only for that sake. 
But Rav Huna is saying a benefit, other than the benefit of doing the mitzvah, is those are the you will get these other things as well. Um, that's the way Avrami is learning it, right, Avrami? And therefore, um, your Zer and Sitzes, I see how much what clothing really means to you. You deserve Armani. You deserve a whole bunch of beautiful shirts and ties and clothes and, and a talis knob. Okay. I'm sure that there is a Hasidic Torah that talks about how even your klipa becomes uh, and your and your begadim become uh, all nice and whatever, but I don't think that's that's Pashup Shot in the Gemara. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's see. Right, and what Hanukkah is saying, we're not discounting. No one's ganging. I'm not ganging up on you, but but this is all about fundamentals. And, and again, we look at this Gemara, which is sort of strange. We know it's it was it was the statement is Rafuna, the great Rosh Hashiva. And we want to figure out what is it that he was saying at the time? What is it that we're taking in terms of our understanding? It's an interesting, um, all these mitzvahs he's, he's referring to, they're all about sanctification of person, place, and time. It's, it's so, I think it has to do, you know, obviously very deep things behind this. Okay, let's go to the next one though. So that's somebody who makes Kiddush every week, or does it mean he he is he makes sure that uh, he has very good wine for the Kiddush? Like, using the Tours explanation of what Zohir means, right? The Tours said Zohir B'neir means Yofe. So if that, if it means Yofe, so what would it mean here? Hazor B'Kiddush Hayom? A Kiddush Hayom is sometimes a second thought. That's why they call it Kiddush Rabba because... No, Shu, I think... I hear where you're going. She was saying the Kiddush that you make during the daytime. Kiddush Hayom means the day, the calendar day. It doesn't mean... Uh, kid, it doesn't... Oh, doesn't here, here, here it doesn't... Here it doesn't... Here it, here it means the idea of, of Kiddush Hayom that you're supposed to pronounce over oh, okay. a cup of it's wine. It's not the daytime... Right, 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 right. Um, so Zoha, at least that would say I would learn it. Zoha, Zoha umemale garbeyayin. Now, what is garbeyayin? Garbe is is like barrels. Barrels are big containers. In other words, so if you make kiddish, here it seems Avrami's interpretation of the simple shot. Now, Henech, I'm ready for you to. To, to come up with a what Avrami deemed the Hasidish shot, which which is beautiful, Zocha Mamale Garbeyayan. You're going to fill up containers with wine. If you if you're if you're Rogil or Zoyer in your Kiddush, you're going to be Mamale wine. Um, so again, what what does that mean? That, that seems to mean you'll get rich, right? It seems to mean that you. That you're going to be able to be a wine merchant. You're going to have so much wine. You've got wine in, in barrels. You're filling them up. Oh, I've got so much wine this year. I'm filling up a bunch of barrels with it. Is Kiddush Hayom like a Kiddush for Shabbos and Yontif? So that's a good question. Is it only Shabbos or does it include Yontif as well? Um, it sounds like it should include both. And that's a question about Kiddush Hayom. So if you're if you're Machmir and on Kiddush Hayom, then you're sanctifying, first of all, you're sanctifying time with Shabbos. Right. It's a time time person in sight. Right. And all then, right. right, Sheila. And then you're, san- you're, you're sanctifying uh, the Yantuf, uh, uh, the particular Yantuf. So if you do that, then all, uh, all of your, um, your Kiddushim on Shabbos and Yantuf 
will be uh, will be spiritual. You'll elevate the day. Okay. Um, yeah, I understand. The only thing is, Hanukkah, is that what the Gemara says is that we might have to interpret this not literal in order for, for your interpretation to, to last. Um, let's take a look at, um, you know. What, what is Rashi? What is Rashi? Rashi uh, very good question, Hanukkah. Let's. Who do we go to if we have a discussion? What does this really mean? What did we do so far? We saw Rashi. And we saw the tour quoted by the Shulchan Aruch, and that's all we've seen. Let's take a look at the Meiri, shall we? So the Meiri says, um, "Here's the Meiri." And we know the Miri is a rationalist. We, we, we know that. Remember, he didn't believe in I and Hara and other things. So let's take a look. A person should try to fulfill mitzvos as much as possible. Be eager to fulfill them. Show alacrity and, and eagerness. Whether they seem to be a small mitzvah or something very, very significant. You don't know what mitzvahs really mean. They seem to mean something to you, and this one seems to be a big one, but you don't really know what the reward of mitzvahs are. But you should always know that God is not mikapeach. Mikapeach means sort of like um, excise and, 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 and rip away from. Uh, Hashem does not eviscerate and take away from you the schar, the reward of any of his creatures. And God realizes what you did and in order for you to realize that you're working with God, God allows you to see his hand by saying, oh, I did this, you did this for me. It's not that God is, is forced to play that game. God wants to play sort of this game because he wants you to see his hand there. Right, yeah. Wait, 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 one second. Okay. We, we are, we're, we're, we are... We are by nature um, people that love a good story. We love seeing payback. We love seeing, um, you know, tit for tat. We love seeing if this happens, oh, now I see this is similar to what I did. This is the way God indicates to us that the actions that we do have an effect and that God will pay us even more now. Therefore, Derachara Amru, to, to sort of indicate that idea, the Miri calls it Derach Ha'ara. It's sort of meaning, I know what I'm saying, the Miri is, say, is telling us, is not the simple pshat, but it's behind the words. Harogil Biner Chanukah. So, first of all, the Miri, unlike what we saw before from the tour, 
and Rashi added it as an afterthought, the Miri seems to say, Rogel Bener means specifically Hanukkah. Now, how could you be Rogel Bener Hanukkah? Miri says, Derek Chivuv Mitzvah. You show how much you love it. Ubacha'ara Mifursemes. You make a big deal about it, right? It means a big thing to you. Right? You, you, it's Hanukkah, everybody. Hey, it's Hanukkah. Hanukkah, come on, everyone. And, and you, you, you create a spirit of how much love it means. You, or if you're lighting outside, you are, it's a very solid looking menorah that everybody sees and, and you're sending that message. So, Havin lo bonim tamidachachamim. Lakayim love near mitzvah or. So this way, people who know this Pusik say, ah, you see, now God paid this guy back. I don't know why you've gotten those, those wonderful children. Harogil b'mezuzah. Zoha l'dira no'ah, zar b'tzitzah, zoha l'talis no'ah. By the way, these all pursuing By the way, you see Rogil by mezuzah. Tzitzah is zahir. Kiddush is Zohir. But aren't these all public mitzvahs? Is that why he's publicly rewarding? Um, that's a good idea. Ko elu mida kenegad mida. All of these are mida kenegad mida. The kol od shemarba b'mitzvahs scharu misraba. And this tells us the more you do mitzvahs, the more schar you're going to get. Um, now, um, so basically the Miri is trying to sort of have his cake and eat it too. <laughs> In other words, he's saying that really Ravuna is just telling you that God pays you for mitzvahs. Ravuna was just trying to get people, come on. He wasn't trying to get people to do, like Henoch says, he wasn't trying to get people just to do it for the sake of the schar. But it means a lot when we see God gives us the little star of of something. When we see that when we see the guy gets gets a new house, when we see that the guy who was so careful in his mezuzahs, the next house he moves into is a beautiful house that he brings people into all the time. When we see the guy who was so careful in sitzes, now being wealthy enough to afford all these beautiful clothing it sort of gives him and the people around him, maybe you're right, Sheila, the people who see it, a sense that God pays you for your mitzvahs. Now, and, now, Rabbi, now I know why you said that the Me'iri is a rationalist, because uh, this is really shot of the Gemara, not anything uh, below the, the, the surface. But the one question I have is, you could have people who are very medayik on these mitzvahs, and the result is not mita connected mita. They uh, they don't uh, right. get uh, they don't get rewards for for what they do, or that may be even bad. Okay, so Henoch is raising a great point. Uh, we we know from our empirical observings of reality that this doesn't happen, right? <laughs> right, there are people who are the great Hanukkah Jews that um, that uh, don't have 
children that are Tamidah Chachamim. There are people, I would assume, who are very medoctic on their mezuzah, who don't ever move into a bigger house or ever get the, the fancy clothing. So is, um, you know, Rav Huna, it's a dangerous statement. And what Henoch is saying, unless we interpret it not literally, we're going to, people will say, this is a lie. I did it. It didn't happen to me. Exactly. Exactly. So even though, like you're saying, the, the simple pshat, like Avrami was saying, and the Meiri is backing him up here, the simple pshat is, is also might have a problem if we just accept that. Let's take a look at the Gemara. The Gemara continues. We'll read a little bit more of the Gemara. Ravuna Chavi Rogil, Davi Cholifitani, Apischa de Rabbi Avin Nagra. Ravuna was Rogil himself. What was he Rogil to do? That he would always Cholif means he would pass by. Vitani, and he would be learning there. So in other words, there was, there was like Shear in the base Madrish, and there was Shear outside. Like Ravuna would be teaching like his students as they were walking. So he had the regular Shear that happened in the, in the classroom. And then he had the Shear that was, that, that was, that was going on outside. Davi, right? Davi Cholif, he would be passing by. Vitani Apischa de Rebbe Aben. And he would be teaching Torah, and he would stop, and, you know, for a moment, and it would happen to be right by the door, the doorway of Rav Aben. Now, who was this Rav Aben? He was a Nagra. Nagra means he was a carpenter. Okay, a nice, good, I wish I knew carpentry. It's a great uh, profession, right? You take stuff, you build stuff, but maybe not necessarily the, the considered number one profession in terms of uh, significance. But you need carpentry. But, okay. Chaza, whenever he passed there, the carpenter's house, Rav Avin, Davi Rogil Bishrage Tuva. Hmm. Shrage are, is, is a candle, is a, is, is, is a light. Tuva means a lot. Now, does that mean there was a lot of candles? It means he was walking by an Arab Shabbos and he saw um, a lot of candles in the window? Does it mean that he was very, he saw Rav, Huna, Rav Abin was very careful in what he was doing, that he was setting up the candles in a nice way? Was it a lot of candles on Hanukkah? Is that what it means? That he was makbid to, to put a lot of candles? Um, I, I, I noticed the footnote, Gimel, that many Rishonim in the, in the manuscripts take out the word tuva. Because the word tuva is a little bit um, too specific. I'm not sure what it means, but let's say he was very involved in lighting candles, whether it was Shabbos or Hanukkah. So Rav Huna made the statement, Trey Gavre Ravreve Nofik Mehocha. This house, two great Talmidah Chachamim will come out of this house. Nafke Minayu, 
Rav Edi Baravin. Edi Baravin was the child of this, I don't know if he was humble, or this modest carpenter, Rabbi Avin. Now, I think Rabbi Avin is also an Amor in Shah, so I don't know if he was just a schlepper. It seems like he was somebody. But Ravuna says big people are going to come out of him. Chia Baravin. So you see that, um, let's do one more thing. Rav Chista, Havi Rogod, Havi Cholof, Atonia Pischa de Bey, Nosher de Rav Shivzvi. He would um, give his shear when he was walking. And where did Rav Chista, who came after Rav Huna, he was Rashiv and Sura afterwards, he would stop by the doorway of the Bey Nosher de Rav Shivzvi. Now, again, the Bey Nosha, Rashi tells us, Aviv. It was either the father or the father-in-law of Rav Shizvi. And he saw that this man, we don't know his name, was also Rogil. Omar Gavarabba Nafak Mehocha. He said, I know a big person will be connected to this house. Nafik Minayu Rav Shizvi. Rav Shizvi ended up coming out of that house. What does that mean, Rav Shizvi came out of that house, Rashi says? The Chosno Kibano. That he was a son-in-law. So Rav Shizvi got a great son-in-law. So again, what we see is that Rav Avin got great sons. The father-in-law of Shizvi got a great son-in-law. Because a son-in-law is like a son. Now, um, Let's take a look in the Meiri who who quotes this Gemara. He says, "Ube'echad me'gedolim, shara be'echad, v'ayirogil b'shtei neiros, rotzalomar shel Chanukah v'shel Shabbos behidur v'derachibul." So now we know what the word tuva means. That he saw that Rav Avin was very into near Shabbos and into near Chanukah. V'omar garve ravrave nafke mehocha. So the Meiri also says that it was almost like a prophecy in their head. You know, in other words, um, they were saying these people are going to produce children and son-in-laws that will be great men. Um, Now, um, it's it's like I said. The Miri seems to have a little bit of a problem with it because it does seem to be a little bit. Um, can you really predict that? Um, Is it Olamaba things? Is it that if you do these things, you get it in Olamaba, not necessarily here? You're you're, a, you're answering Henoch's question, right? You're going back to Henoch's question. What? Why is it that? People yeah. Know yeah. Um. Again, it seems that, just to say the simple pshat, it seems that if the Miri is right, um, well, let's take a look. Um, you know, the... Uh, Maybe in those days, they were on a higher madrega, so people who observed these mitzvahs uh, would get rewarded for it, whereas today... Uh, 
we're on the lower level and uh, we neglect a lot of... Uh... Very good, Anna. In other words, we don't... Maybe in the time of Chazal it happened more often. I also, I also want to say a little bit something else that from the story, I think the story sort of indicates that 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 you need the understanding of a Rav Huna and a Rav Chista to determine whether you're doing it right. In other words, Rav Huna saw that Abin did it correctly. And maybe besides his brains and saying that's a guy who's Rogil, maybe also like a Rebbe, he gave a bracha. And maybe you need that that recon- in order to put it this way. Avrami is I sort of was going to get there Avrami yeah it doesn't happen to everybody Avrami is saying that but it did happen here and maybe also what it, what, what it tells you is that you you know this is machshir you to get the bracha like if I do this and a Rebbe sees it, then there's a it's what to be chal on, right? A Rebbe can't just stop and say I'm going to give you a bracha. You have to have minachalcham and his kids. It doesn't work. But if you do the groundwork, you 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 create a house that's into that, then the bracha of the Rebbe, the bracha of, the, the, of Rav Chista, the bracha of a Rav Huna, can actually work. Again, we sound like we're really saying a lot of chesed shatayra today, but um, you, you 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 can't just come in at ground zero and expect it to happen. So maybe you know, Sheila, you're right. Maybe in in some non literal way, you'll have bonim tamid chachamim. But it might also be that um, you know, we need a little bit of help. But these are things that that could help us. Uh, achieve that. I mean, uh, you know, I think that uh, Sheila, you might even say it a little bit different that it, it, it's sort of like the, the cause becomes the effect. The If you believe this, then you'll work on making it happen. Like If you believe this is true, that um, then this will become part of you. If you believe that your Rogel Benair, you're going to have children then you're going to be into having children Tamilakamim. It's it's you're going to be you're going to light this every week and you're going to create an atmosphere of how important learning is. And mainly your kids will be that way. Um so it's almost like if 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 people like Rafuna give this out and, and the Hamon accept it, that is going to um, that's going to build chavivas for this mitzvah. I, I mean, I, I sound like I'm being very cynical, but but I think that um, it, it, I, I think it's going. We we have to promote the significance of these things, um, and I think that's part of what the Meiri is saying. Mm-hmm. I, I think that if we if we just believe, just be a good Jew and just suffer, no, it, it's worthwhile to promote it. Because I think if we promote it, it's, it, people are excited about it. And we can't help but be excited about getting new clothes, getting a new house, and getting this type of stuff. And, 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 and you know, again, it seems to have a practical application, even though, like Anik says, 
hopefully, let's say it better, Hanukkah. You're not going to care. In other words, this will get you into it. This will get you into caring about your talus, about, about your tzitzis. This will get you into caring about your mezuzahs being kosher. And then once this becomes your attitude, then you can't even think of having life without it. And even if you never move into the big house, <laughs> you're sort of so happy that you were doing this mitzvah. Does that, you understand what I'm saying? I know I... I, know. Well, I, I have- Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.